The Football League gets started. Leicester complete the silverware sweep and Messi needs a hug. It's a football feast. You're all invited. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Monday the 9th of August. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Yes, welcome to the Football Feast. And welcome to you, Pete and Jim. Nice to see your little faces. Yeah, yours too. Well Thanks. Done. Well done, everyone. Is everyone all right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Back I, in the studio. Back in business. I did my second job yesterday. And the first time... Did you break COVID uh, lockdown restrictions to your own COVID r- lockdown <laughs> restrictions that I imposed on both of you guys <laughs> by being in this very studio last week? No, oh, week before last. God, that's a massive head... I don't know what you've said there. No, <laughs> I had to go... I went... I moved it and I had to go on Sunday as opposed to on right, Tuesday or whatever, okay. whenever I planned it anyway. I, I went in. The first time I got... The, the first job I got, um, I fell asleep immediately afterwards for five hours and that was it. Why, in the chair? <laughs> No, uh, no, I made it home and then I was just like... Right, because they do make you sort of sit down. Don't you feel a bit, so feel sweet. A bit uh, faint or whatever. Have a little sit... Yeah, Have you feel little like a little, down. little granny. Mm. And then the second one, I haven't slept at all. So I don't, I don't oh, wow. know if the second vax is like taking back the sleep that I got on the first one. Maybe you heard like a night COVID vaccine. Like, you know, you're like in your tablets, you have like day and night and, and the night yes. one doesn't have a caffeine in it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. And I am quite sensitive to caffeine. Yeah, another one of the bits in the, in the vaccine that they don't talk about. <laughs> Write in if you think there's anything else in there. Don't. Mm. Absolutely don't. <laughs> Show it for Do it. We're not going to read it out. <laughs> waste, I mean, True. it's better that they waste their time, these anti-vaxxers, yeah. putting, putting emails to us than doing all of the other nefarious stuff they get up to. Good point. Good that, point. Yeah, that is a good point. Keep busy. Show at footballramble.com. <laughs> Pete, Pete reads all of them. That's what he doesn't tell you. I do. It all goes in my head. All of the worst places in the world. 4chan, Reddit, they're all in my brain. <laughs> Sending your lovely poems about Lionel Messi at this point, I think. On Friday, you were all a bit like, nah, this isn't happening. How do you feel today? He's cried for several minutes. He I had st- a tissue. I still think he'll... <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen at all, but it seems that, um, yeah, he did a little a, a tearful presser, didn't he? Mm. Sort of saying, I, I mean, I, I think you have to maintain... Um, translators for for a, a player as iconic as Messi, I think the English translator has to be the same right throughout his career. Mm. You know what I mean? He has to have the same voice. It would be like watching like an anime or a you know French yeah. cartoon that where the voice started changing here and yeah. there. I don't like it. I, I I want the translator to sound just like Leo Messi, but English. I think that's the real <laughs> take home. From it's weird. Us, it? take home, it's yeah. weird they couldn't have used the voice that they used on Messi clips or whatever it was. <laughs> Hello. What's messy clips? You know the thing where hello Luke, my friend Kate. Oh, the oh, yeah, AI yeah. thing that she did for a for a for a drinks manufacturer. Yeah. It's the most I've seen him talk, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. in a very very long time. PK looking at him oh. tearfully behind the masks. I, like, mean, oh, I love you. I love you. I love you. I mean, fair for, for arguably the greatest player in the history of the game to to have a send off from from the club where he spent his entire career just in a little press conference room. It seemed very underwhelming, so... didn't it? But I guess they've got restrictions in place. Yeah, but of the, course. And, 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 and... But it was quite emotional because obviously, you know, he best it's his, but, but, but the Pika aspect to it, they've been playing together since they were like mm. 15, yeah. if not younger. Um, and and now, I was really sad for him. Now he's going, probably... To go and play with Sergio Ramos, <laughs> yeah, which is really weird in itself as well. I mean, like thought. people, I, th- I think some people that deserve credit in this is oh, every, yeah? everyone who said that he'd never be able to play with Antoine Griezmann. 
because mm. it took a while, but that has, has actually proven to be yeah. very prescient. That's very true. He now yeah. literally cannot <laughs> play with Antoine Griezmann. Um, and I mean, it's ridiculous that Barcelona have got themselves into this situation. Mm. They're a billion in debt, which is just absurd. Messi's wages tripled under Bartomeu, which mm. is obviously part of the part of the problem itself. It almost feels like like a metaphor for climate change, isn't it? They're just sort of like <laughs> excess sleepwalked into this situation <laughs> where I mean they can't register the signings that they've made this season. It's like they've just been ignoring the rules. I just think that'd be all right. We're too big that, to fail. Do you think they have? It, it almost doesn't seem as though they've. Sli- maybe actually, maybe the metaphor for climate change is good. It maybe it isn't even that they've sleepwalked into it. It's almost like they've actively sleptwalked. That they've actively gone down this route because yeah. basically um, there's a really good piece so Simon Cooper's written a book about Barcelona it's coming out soon and he there's a really good piece he wrote uh, over the weekend um, where he talks about how you know the the point at which this all began to unravel for Barcelona was when they won their fourth Champions League title in 10 years back mm. in 2015 because that was the moment where Bartomeu went from being this like caretaker president to people voting him in because they're yeah. all so delighted right. and he doesn't He's not really big into football. He doesn't really know a lot about football business. He sacked the main bloke who'd, you know, uh, recruited people like Neymar and and put together that incredible um, MSN combination and caused them to gel. Got rid of that lad. Had five sporting directors in six years. Mm. Turned down Kylian Mbappe, you know, when he was still at Monaco. And there's also rumours that turned down uh, uh, Haaland as well. Like, it just... And then paid Lionel Messi... Who is, of course, as you pointed out, although I like the way you don't want to get involved in the old Ronaldo Messi debate, which I think is probably sensible, Jim. Um, yeah, paid him 555 million euros over the course of five years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. When, I mean, that's, you know, when you look at the fact that they're in a, a billion pounds of debt, and it is pounds as well, obviously, it's slightly more in euros, like that that contributes to that so, so massively. And it makes me, when I watch Messi on his Instagram, on his on his holidays and stuff with, with his partner, it does make me go, he's slowing it there. He's got that amount of money in his back yeah. pocket. He's slumming it there. Absolutely. <laughs> well, the other weird thing as well is about the, if you think they sold Neymar, remember that, the heady days yeah. um, when no one knew about Paris Saint-Germain. Um, yeah, they sold Neymar. Do you remember? Do you remember how much money they got for Neymar? 222 million euros. Mm. 222 million euros. And they spent it on, effectively, Usman Dembele. Yeah. And, well, I guess Griezmann. Oh, no, Philip well, Coutinho. Coutinho, yeah, which yeah. is a ridiculous amount of money. And that's it. Palace well. done and as the Qataris. As well, say. people keep saying, like, uh, people keep saying that, you know, none of Dembele, um, Coutinho, and to a degree, Griezmann as well, they've, uh, they've not really set the world on fire. It's like, they could have won every single game they played in. And it <laughs> like, like still an absurd amount of money for, for them to have spent. Like, the yeah. prize money's not going to... Not not so much that that's going to make that amount of spending okay. And a lot of people are, are saying, well, if, if he loves the club so much, why don't he play for free? Where to? Um, but he can't play for free, can he? Because essentially the, the, the way that it works is that Barcelona's annual salary um, would have accounted for 110% of their income with Messi. Um, and even with him not not involved, the figures at ninety five percent and Le- La Liga's rules mean it can be a maximum of seventy percent, which right. is why they can't register the players they've signed as yeah. well. It is absolutely like I don't. I mean, it's like Leeds level mismanagement, isn't it? <laughs> you are like looking back to situations like that and on, really and on, to, very com- to find something to compare very it to. And on top of that, La Liga has a rule that says that your um, second, your next contract can only be. 
uh, it, it can't be less than 50% of your previous yes. contract. So oh. therefore you can't, which is... Which hence the 50% pay cut apparently. I saw this yeah. on Twitter though. I did see right. a lot of people disputing that. So I'm not sure exactly. Uh, okay. I, I'm not that up on Spanish employment law, <laughs> um, but I have seen this bounded around as well mm. or bandied around here's a fun bit you know how it's like oh La Liga they're trying their best to you know do well and observe financial fair play and you know these guys they've tried their hardest but they can't they can't do anything about it and Paul Messi is crying but it's you know horrible La Liga I mean I guess that is true in some respects According, in fact, this is according to Cooper, so it's probably right, isn't it? It's just not some mad bloke on Twitter. Uh, under rules that govern Spanish member-owned clubs like Barca, directors have to repay losses out of their own pocket. Oh, oh remember the chunky. figure? Yes, that 487 million euro loss for this year announced by Joe Laporta. Into some context, doesn't it? Yeah, that would be a director. Also, he's just a bloody lawyer. He's not some like magnate. He, you know, okay, lawyers. If you're listening, yes, you earn very well, and it's a great career with lots of career projectors. I'm talking to my mum, (laughs) but you know, you're not going to be a multi multi millionaire necessarily. No. No, I mean that's astonishing, isn't it? Again, it's just you know. I guess the system they have at Barcelona is that someone can come in and be president for a bit, and the the destruction they leave is is someone else's problem. Um, And similar at Real Madrid, isn't it? They're in. I mean, they're in an absurd amount of debt as well. They're, they're knocking a billion if it's not mm. if it's not quite that much I'm, money. I'm very but... much enjoying like with with the Super League and and this. The, the, the big clubs just getting slapped left, right, and centre. They can't do anything. They've manoeuvred themselves into the world's yeah. smallest car park and they can't get out. <laughs> yeah, with their massive stretch hummers. <laughs> but yeah, they've got those limousine ones you take to prom. So, oh, we shouldn't have bought this big stupid limousine. Now yeah. we can't get out. On the dodgems. But yeah, it's 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 just such a shame in a sense that the only club that seem like they can even enter the conversation is PSG. Because I mean, mm. even, even now that... City have spent the money they've spent on Jack Grealish and clearly still in pursuit of Harry Kane. Even if they dropped out of the race, Harry Kane, I don't know if they could do it with FFP. Like, it's such a shame that it's that there's really only one destination, and it's so underwhelming. So underwhelming. It's soulless. You feel mm. like part of the soul of football has just been kind of cut out there. Do you know what mm. I mean? It's, it's just, not a beautiful story, is it's it? It's not. No, it's really, really not. Yeah, you gave, gave the breast manager an erection, though. It did. Oh, yes. I thought, I wasn't sure if we'd get to this, Pete. Michael Dezakarian. <laughs> On the prospect of Messi joining PSG, breast manager Michael Dezakarian said, we say that we have a shit league. Interesting. Start. I thought that was the main part of the quote, but I was wrong. But if we managed to bring in a player like that, it would be exceptional. Great point. I'm not going to be polite here. He gives me a hard on. <laughs> is, he, is he not seen PSG squad? Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, some right? Good players there already. <laughs> well, yeah, he's not saying so much as Messi's amazing as Neymar doesn't give him a hard on. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's wrong with we, the match? Semi at best. We need to follow this man around more. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's absolutely. a Neil Warnock of Ligon, and, and he's just yeah. kind of he just says how he feels. I'm loving it. He it's says how he feels. Probably a good thing for French football, right? They're all rubbing their hands together because of the whole TV rights. Rubbing their debacle. hands together. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> what's what? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because obviously, you know, they've had a lot of um, turmoil there with the TV rights deal. So did, presumably, did, yeah. What's happening with the first weekend of like Amazon were involved? It was all discussed on on the continent at length. So mm. have a listen to last week's on the continent. But yeah, a weird situation but for league. You, you can make the argument that it was better last season, though, couldn't you? You want fewer yeah. good people in the league in league. <laughs> well, no disrespect to our French listeners slash loads. 
Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I would think, though, in a situation like this, what makes me really sad is that if, if Messi suddenly becomes available, every top club in Europe should, should, should be a been, candidate. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It should be like it should be a race between Bayern and Inter and Juventus, despite them having Ronnie on the books, like the big clubs in England. But it's like none of them can really do it. No. And it's yeah. it's just like, God, it's that's eating why, itself. That's why Gareth Bale's going to retire and just play for Wales. Yeah. <laughs> but he does love it, to be he fair does. to him. And he he's got that uh, that hole from the open in his back garden yeah. in Wales. So what... Why the hell not, frankly? <laughs> right, Community Shield time. What do we learn from the Community Shield? We ask ourselves this question every year. Hopefully we've learned <laughs> nothing, but it is nice, I guess, that yeah. Leicester won. Mm. Yeah. Beat Manchester City 1-0. The only goal that Kalichi Iheanacho penalty. This now means that Leicester are regular regular trophy winners. Yeah. They're doing so much for our slightly second tier competitions right yeah. now. I love it. They should be in the Conference League, the UEFA Conference, <laughs> Conference League, because they would just make it ten times better. They're really into winning stuff. Yeah. yeah. That I, uh... isn't the Premier League or the Champions League. <laughs> well, they've, they've, won, <laughs> well, they've won, won it Premier League. They've, they've won everything domestically in the yeah. last 21 years, I think I read, which is, is right? pretty okay. amazing. Cool. Like, I will never tire of Jamie Vardy lifting trophies. No. <laughs> no. That's just brilliant. He's finally lost his Jimmy Yardy, I would say. Yeah. I, know it's, I know it's only the first match of the season, yeah. but uh, I think Dakar is going at a very, very good time because he looks yeah. uh, as tidy as as he as Vardy has played in the past. So, yeah, he looks... I couldn't tell whether it was just the first game of the season, but he did look a bit off the, off the pace, though he did put in a, a pretty cracking volley straight across the, the, the keeper. And, uh, yeah... It's, uh, I think this might be his yeah. final season. And and yeah, it, ah, well, it's certainly what? kind of. Yeah, he's, you sound he's, like Neil Warnock. He dropped off a little bit towards the end of last season, didn't he? And you, you would look at his age and, and the style of his play, and you would think, surely Sheffield Wednesday by the sooner end of the or season. later, <laughs> like he, this will this will happen. Yeah, but at the same time, it's Jamie Vardy, isn't it? So he's yeah. absolutely rocket powered mm. by omelets and Red Bull. So <laughs> who knows? Turns uh, out that international retirement not such a bad idea after all. Disagree. Oh. <laughs> I just think we should always have Jamie Vardy in the squad if it's possible. <laughs> well, he didn't play in the last uh, tournament, did he really? No. A little bit. Uh, yeah, uh, so listen with some, I would say, a few good incidents in this game. But it did look, I mean, as it always does, it kind of looked like a warm-up game. There's a good save from Kasper Schmeichel mm. about five minutes in off that Ilkay Gundogan free kick. Mm. That was cool. Uh, especially because Soinshi tried to flick it up over the wall with his head and completely failed to. So then Schmeichel had to like, really, yeah. And obviously, last time he played at Wembley would have been in the defeat to England, right? Right. Yeah, oh, of course. Came back out there. God, that feels so feels like two different long. stadiums, doesn't it? That's really weird. It certainly does. Well, the other point, of course, this is the first major football match played without attendance restrictions in mm. England since before the pandemic began. I'd, I'd argue ago. that those restrictions were broken pretty heavily <laughs> yeah, well, in the that, final. I guess that's the, the precision of that statement. I would yeah. say it definitely wasn't the largest attendance. <laughs> yeah. After the mob you brought down. <laughs> yeah, I brought them down. I bloody did. Yeah. I got like call the cops on them. It's all, it's all me. I'm call gonna, the cops. I'm gonna. I, did you feel two questions? I suppose from this on the city side. Mm. Which club do you think Nathan Ake will be best suited to playing at? <laughs> and Ake, do, Ake, that match was just like. It's 1983. It's the Bronx. I'm the world's greatest breakdancer. And just flipped himself upside down. It was brilliant. Mm. His stars kind of pretty much connected with Ian groin. Yeah, by the end it was of it, all over the place. I loved it. 
It's a, uh, it's a little passing moment that ended <laughs> quite badly. Wee! Like, okay, you've got your chance, mate. Show yeah. us what yeah. you've got. Oh, he's up, I'm upside down. Oh, dear. <laughs> Never <laughs> I mind. I don't want that ball. Oh, no. Why have I got it? I must kill this man. Yeah, uh, yeah so that was the incident that led to the penalty, which in actually put away not very well. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's early days, I mean. Zach it? Stefan got a hand to it, probably could have. What do we reckon? I'm not using words. It wasn't it's been a too while. bad, was it? I, I it, was, it was that height that you're supposed to be able to get if right, you're a goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that height. It had a lot of power on it, though, didn't it? It did so, have a lot of power yeah. on it. Yeah, he, right. He hits the ball well, <laughs> Ian Atcho. He certainly did. Certainly did. And then the second question was, when Pep Guardiola arrived in a creased white T-shirt, did you think Leicester are winning this? It's a sort of Mourinho move, isn't it? Mm. He's been doing that quite a lot, though. You never know what he's going to turn up. He, 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 I it's can't a, remember the last time he's done It's a cup match. <laughs> Maybe he's been rock. sleeping in his office. <laughs> <laughs> he been, you know, uh, yeah. He's been looking for methods from around the league. Thinking, oh, I'll try something new, see if that helps. There is silverware on the line. How dare he disrespect it? Hey, yeah. look, I tell I you what. you'd be with me on this. I, no, I agree. I, no, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't really care about managerial uh, clothing unless it's... Uh... He's sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I very much enjoyed Harvey Barnes's uh, return to, yeah. to to football. I think he was so unlucky. I thought he he, he may have very well be been quite heavily involved in the Euros and uh, he was so direct in that match yesterday. He was so, I'm going to go up the field and I don't care if Man City come in behind me because I'm going to be really quick and direct. It was wonderful yeah. to see. I love yeah. that player. Madison looked very good as well. Mm. Yeah, and Ricardo Pereira as well. He also missed a lot last season. So Barnes back for the first time. Mm. Since February, mm. I had a shot wide, lovely bit of link-up play. Hey, look, oh my, I don't know, am I clutching at straws here? Look, it was, it was fine. It was like a, it's a warm-up it's, game. I, I it's only ever going to be so good, isn't I it? I kind of enjoyed it. I probably didn't watch it, you know, fully. Yeah, mm. of course. Uh, but I mean, does anyone really watch football fully anymore? You got a tweet and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nathan Ake didn't, and he was playing. No. <laughs> you got to text your mates. Yeah. <laughs> you got to ask them what they thought about the Ake challenge. He was on Duolingo because <laughs> he got spun upside down. Yeah, and we got our first sighting of Jack Grealish in a Manchester City kit. He came on after 65 minutes, didn't make much. Played on the left, didn't he? Yeah. We're not in the number eight again. Lots of people are missing. Don't read that much into it. What does Pep Guardiola say about Harry Kane? He says, oh, fuck this. He's, <laughs> ah, he says, if Tottenham don't want to try and negotiate, then it's finished. If they want to, we will try. I think the thing is about negotiation, Pep, is if one side thinks that a player is worth £160 million, which, you know, reasonably, I think, Obviously, these numbers are all just fictitious and absurd anyway, but yeah. if Jack Grealish is worth £100 million, I don't really see how you can argue that in that mad maths that Harry Kane is not worth £160 million. He's been scoring Age goals at the top. Maybe. He's only two years older. Um, he's been scoring goals. All right, don't you? You love him. Don't give me that face, Jim. Um, that's, it's just my face. You're projecting <laughs> your own insecurities onto my face there. Anyway, the point is, if you're say, if one club's saying that it's 160 and one club is saying, oh, I'll give you 100 for it, that is still and Charlie not... Charlie Kane's in the middle. Uh, 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 yeah. That sounds a lot, though. It does sound a lot. Daniel, that's loads. Definitely a gentleman's agreement. Doing an impression. Doing an impression of a man. You think that's what he sounds like? Yeah. And let me do... All of the other ones. So I love how most managers, when they're asked about, you know, transfer targets, will say, "I don't. I'm not going to talk about players from another club." Hmm. Pep's just like, "I love him. Yeah, <laughs> we really want him. We're he, really trying to get him." He does love any footballer, doesn't that's he? That's true. Yeah, he's like he's got a lot of love in his heart. Yeah, that's true. 
Well, anyway, the point I'm making is they're both not negotiating, are they? If there's mm. one club says it's this much and one club says it's this much, loads less, then that's still them both not negotiating. Yeah, I mean... But obviously they're winning the game of this, Pep Guardiola and his lads, because Tottenham haven't said anything useful and Harry Kane says that it hurts him that people say he's being unprofessional when he's being a bit unprofessional. Yeah, but, I mean, what's the difference in the situation I mean it's, uh, no, he said he hasn't refused to train but it's like <laughs> you weren't in the country though were you so you didn't, <laughs> you didn't, need, you didn't need to like refuse <laughs> you you still weren't training when you when you were supposed to be there you can train in other places the the um, cha- I'm, I, I mean I hate to drive him back to Charlie Kane's office but yes. um, no please let's not go there there's the motorbike and there's like the, yeah. the little tyre treads he's got made out, of out, carpet out, made, made of bitter carpet oh, is but it? then on the desk itself he's got like a kind of like an oil yeah. slick yeah. is that is that something to do with the the, the motorbike that it spilt oil all oil. over the desk or is it right, the right, right. sweet sweet oil money coming his way <laughs> uh, maybe the venom symbiote yeah <laughs> is, is Charlie Kane venom <laughs> oh my god it'd be a better negotiator wouldn't it <laughs> without a gentleman's agreement <laughs> <laughs> I've not seen that film no one has it no, was rubbish it was <laughs> well he's got lots of skills in interior decor as well mm-hmm. Pete is what I Something think he's a man, a man of all trades a, a jack of all trades yep. I think that's the message we're getting there alright let's get to a break we'll have a little brief light down and then we'll go to the football league If you look at the game overall, probably took us 15, 20 minutes at least to get into the game or to get to grips with Millwall and their shape and what they've done. But then probably in there, the game was probably, the goal was probably against the run of play. Yeah. It was our best spell. We just hit the foot of the post and then we have the disappointment of the goal and that's part of it. Do you know, we're still brand new. <laughs> you don't sound brand new. It sounds like voices in your head, doesn't it? Like, like patient zero. Don't do your homework. <laughs> don't do it. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. Me and Pete and Jim all together with you today. Lovely to have you. Now it's time for some of these. Press the button. Tickle your ivories. Football Ramble. It's a pretty good place to start. Football Ramble. But it just sounds a bit gimmicky. I think it's exciting round. Football Ramble. You'll never confused testicles with balls. Very rarely does it all go completely silent because no one knows what to say. Where does this rank? Is it above or below punching of the, the punching of the horse? They thought to themselves, well, old Fizzer knows his onions. Personally, I think it's a bit of a silly one. You got email. Well done. Football ramble. <laughs> the home of Willie Wavett. You got email. There's another. This time next week to hear it again. Don't play it again. There was another horse punching incident in the Olympics. There that, was. That coach got sent home by punching a horse on the bum. Yeah. Like, when are we going to learn? Horses don't give a shit about our punches. They are so super hard. They're yeah. not going to notice it. It's they so mean, massive. though, isn't it? I think it's, it's just mean. a real representative. It just really mean. represents like unnecessary meanness. Mm. Yeah. Didn't yeah. she meet the, the horse like 20 minutes before it? Before what, punching it? Yeah. Yeah, because you don't get to meet them. Weird. What was it like? Um, man, not man or man. What's that show with the uh... horse or horse? Horse. <laughs> Man, Man of Man was food. a TV show from the nineties yeah. where Chris Tarrant um, pushed a lot of men into a pool. I said, yeah, you, it recall. Was, it was a little bit like No Likey, No Lighty, but it was in the nineties and it had Chris Tarrant in it. It was very confusing. Either way, Greg Smith has got in touch. My mate had a shocker personalising a shirt. He bounced around a few teams in junior school before I convinced him to follow Manchester United. For his 10th birthday, his mum bought on the New England goalkeeper's top. Hmm. I was pretty jealous until I saw his mum ironing on a player's name and number. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing. She was ironing on Schmeichel. <laughs> 
Schmeichel and the number one on the back of an England goalie shirt. I tried to stop it, but he boldly said, it's my favourite goalie top and my favourite goalie. Well, I couldn't argue with that. That's kind of quite sweet, I think. That's got some merit to it. It's nice, isn't it? No, the, same it fella play, the same fella <laughs> The same fella played in goal for our junior school team and we inherited the year above's kit when they left. He liked to wear the goalie trousers, even though they were massive, so he wore a big belt around his waist when he played. <laughs> what a sight. This guy sounds great. This guy, he sounds like a clown. I'm loving yeah. it. For some reason, this reminds me of a friend that I still have that I went to junior school with who everyone else had. If you were... Like once you got, I don't know, to about 10 or 11, you would carry, I don't know how it was in your school, but you'd carry around your books. That showed that you were a bit of like a devil-may-care person. You'd just have it in your in your arms. You wouldn't use a backpack. Right, like, okay. You'd just be like, oh, I don't care if they get rained on because like, I'm just whatever. Right. And she she was like, I'm not having enough of this. It's, it's, this is knackering, like carrying my books around and I don't want to rock. It's like, I'm going to get a wheelie. Chloe, wheelie wow. That's literally a scene from Shit's Creek I was watching last night. <laughs> Girl goes back to high school in her twenties, and she's just pulling a, like a really fancy little bit of luggage behind her sort of a school. I bag. actually seem to remember as well. We had one teacher who used to walk along behind her, kicking it. This has wow. actually become quite a dark story now. I think about it. Wow. We had a thing in my junior school where if you'd been naughty, naughty, proper uh, naughty, during, during <laughs> East London naughty, regress to to Essex there. Um, you'd be like you'd be sent up the wall. That was the punishment. Get so out you'd the have to wall. get out the wall. You'd have to stand How? facing this wall right. just until the end of the break because you'd been a bit, been a little you know toe rag. Toe rag. But Knock. like a lot of people like would get on the fucking would, wall. Would kick like tennis balls up against the wall just as a game they would play right. and they oh. didn't stop them from doing that right. so like you might just get a tennis ball in the arse or the back of the head take your punishment I mean they don't hurt do they That's I think they really it's not ideal it's though not ideal that guy who kicked the what was the ball the floater through the windscreen imagine if you'd been to school with him <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Carragher <laughs> No, there's some bloke who wrote into us, yeah, wasn't it? He, he said that he managed to smash a, smash a windscreen with a fucking floater. Yeah. That is surely incredible. incredible. Yeah. Anyway. Jimmy Carragher's not... got different floaters. <laughs> <laughs> he throws through windows. I'm not <laughs> saying our correspondents are liars, but anyway, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at footballramble and we'll, you know, dig into your, your lies. The Football League returns. Ah, oh, fans in 36 <laughs> games across the Football League. Millwall manager Gary Ra- Gary Rowett sort of seemed to think it would have been better if they hadn't been there. He said, we score, then we sprint 50 yards up the pitch to celebrate with our fans. I understand it, but we looked absolutely goosed. <laughs> God, I mean, are the players fitter without fans? Is this, yeah, this going to be the next thing? To, celebrate, the next, yeah. Too know, tired for celebration. Incremental marginal gain that you can't celebrate now. It was, it was a hell of a Millwall fans. That was a hell of a goal as well. Proper yeah. digged out a half volley. It's beautiful. I would have liked to have seen the love from the Millwall fans on the Millwall official YouTube page, uh, but they've turned off their comments. One of the few championship clubs to do so. <laughs> what do you read into that, Peter? Say again? What do you read into that? Uh, nothing. <laughs> the QPR goal was great as well. It was one of those brilliant ones where a midfield has just like got loads of space and they just keep going. It's like, oh, I can just run down the, literally just run down the pitch and have a crack. I thought you had to run after you've uh, scored a goal. I thought the whole deal was you were supposed to run together so that you could like reset yourselves before you go and get ready for kickoff again. Mm. I thought it was like a mental thing, but... Oh, is that right? Is that why they do it? They all run that's together what I th- and then... That's right. what I thought, but clearly mm. Gary Rowett doesn't know that particular bit of... Um, or maybe I guess you could just still stand in the middle, reset. but all together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Bournemouth, West Brom, we talked about it on Friday. A mm. curtain raiser with a sellout crowd, a bouncing away end. It's fun. Fun, two, that. Two, and Scott Parker got wiped out. 
But Billing yeah. got wiped out as well in the oh. lead up to the first goal. Yeah. He, he, a lot of players are upside down this weekend. Yes. <laughs> Finding themselves upside down. I'm surprised he survived that. But uh, Brooks could have had it uh, for Bournemouth at the end. It was very yeah. unlucky. It was a really, really good match. And I bloody love the championship. Yeah, I think David yeah. Brooks is in line to have a very good season there as well. Because obviously he's been very unlucky with injuries in the last season or so. But he's a fantastic player on his mm. day. So hopefully he can kind of... You know, get stuck in, stay fit, and I think he'll, he'll have a huge, huge impact for Bournemouth. Here's a cool thing: only four members of Bournemouth's starting lineup were aged over 23. Hmm. Mm, yeah, there you go. But I mean, you know, it's, that's not a deliberate thing. There were eight senior first team players missing, but still, they've not lost that many players, have they, Bournemouth? They, they've kind of kept a bit of a spine. I, I think I, I know people probably there's still question marks inexplicably because obviously you've gone up before uh, who have question marks next to Scott Parker's mm. pedigree. But I think I think they're going to do all right this season. I think they'll go straight back up. Also in action this weekend, it was Fulham against Borough. Final score there one one. Alexander Mitrovic, guys, doesn't yeah. it warm your warm your cockles? He picked up a yellow card in. Thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is so good at that level. I mean, that implies, you know, that might be coming to an end. But um, <laughs> I hope he just tears it up in the championship again. It's what he's for. He was chucking it down in that match as well. Yeah, he could have had one at the end where he could have just uh, sort of lofted it over the keeper but didn't manage it. Almost a wonder goal at the, the start by um, Harry Wilson, uh, and 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 almost the one at the end. It's just such a great competitive debut. Yeah. 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 Him. Be, yeah, be, be, again, lovely. be good to see how he gets on. I think it's a bit nice for him to settle somewhere mm. for a little while. It's nice, isn't it? Because he's had, what, five loan moves mm. um, and now he's signed permanently from Liverpool. So, yeah, £12 million. Kind but they, but they, the commentator said, like, um, Premier League class or something. And it's like, <laughs> well, he's been knocking around. <laughs> Not necessarily Premier League teams. Yeah. And, and <laughs> hey, Barra, Neil Warnock's Barra. They equalised with their only shot on target. They scrapped the life <laughs> out of this one. Mm. Uh, yeah, looks as though Marco Silva might have a few championship lessons to learn from the looks of this. Day one, Neil Warnock. Bucket yep. 72. Already hinting this might be his last season. <laughs> He's been doing that for about 10 Come years. Come on, though, Neil. <laughs> yeah. We've never, we need some new material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, looking good, doing his best, he says, to bed in new signing Martin Perret. Pe- Pe- um, oh dear, I've done a warning. Oh, oh dear. Payero, <laughs> who arrived from the Argentina top flight last week, he says, I think he's discovered apps, Neil. He doesn't speak English, but I've got a good app on my phone. I say what it is, and it comes back out in Spanish for him. Bloody amazing, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I got this app, Ryan. It's, it's like it's, the screen's like your beer, and you sort of tip it yeah. up, and it goes in mouth. <laughs> fruit, <laughs> fruit ninja. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bird, right? It's constantly got the right hand, right hand side of the screen. It's trying to avoid pipes and buildings and stuff. Fla- flappy bird, it's called. Elsewhere, <laughs> 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 Derby drew one-one with Huddersfield. Uh, they announced the signing of Ravel Morrison 34 minutes before kickoff. 34 minutes, I say. Apparently it was 35. Anyway, <laughs> trying, to, trying to be precise. Um, I take care. <laughs> is, that, is that efficient or stupid? Or neither? Well, he didn't play, so yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah. They're, just, they're just doing everything they can at Derby at the moment, yeah. aren't they? I think, like, Pulling every lever in have front gone of out the window. <laughs> yeah, I can think of some optics that are out the window. Wayne Rooney says he's been sleeping in his office. Yep. Diligent. To get Dedicated. some signings. Um, <laughs> get signings. Get some signings yeah, done. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. everything's done by fax, isn't it? Yeah. So he can't go home. I, I like my dinner in the dog. That's actually how I <laughs> eat my food these days. Actually, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> 
good to see he's committed. So, I mean, there was a story a good few years ago now about how Wayne Rooney struggles to get to sleep without the sound of either a vacuum cleaner or a hairdryer on. And apparently he would burn out cleaned hairdryers by leaving them on at night. So you wonder, does he do that at the office? It's a fire risk. Win, 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 win. Oh, so you're supposed to sleep at lower temperatures, aren't you? So yeah, that's, that's, so that, that's, that would be awful. Yeah, mm, he must true. have to take them with him, like when they stay away and stuff, like his is, own personal Henry. But this is this is white noise, right? Am I being? Yeah. Yeah. Am I missing something here? Just get to one me, of those white noise gender right, yeah, yeah, or even boxes. like just you can buy like white noise for babies, or whatever, on your iPhone. Mm. Should I tell him? Get Neil Warnock <laughs> to tell him. He'll meet sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. There's an app, right? You can buy music. And also white noise. Yeah, I don't get it. I, d- I don't get why he's... I suppose maybe he's been creative. Is he? I don't know. What's wrong, I, I, what's wrong I, with I, it? I don't peer into his mind. <laughs> what's wrong with an AFX twin <laughs> album? on. Oh, this is nice as well. Coventry beat Nottingham Forest 2-1. A 96th minute winner on their first game back at the Rico since 2019. That's, That's so nice. lovely. Good on you, about that. Sky Blues. It's been a disgrace, that whole affair. I think they're still planning on like building another stadium, aren't they? Yeah. Because they just don't trust the Rico Arena people. You can never have too many stadiums because <laughs> uh, you need to be able to offset your, you know, your, your losses yeah, against the stadium. So, yeah. you, so you've got to have five or six. These <laughs> Maybe days. that's where the smart money is. That's but it's, I mean, it, all, it was all kind of like, wasn't it like the 2006 World Cup because we didn't get it? It it just meant that they weren't going to get the money for that, so therefore they they end up not owning their own stadium. It's all very confusing. Mm. It's been rumbling on for the best part of fifteen years. It's incredible. Mod- oy, oy, oy. Modern football, though. Airful, airful stuff. But what great to have do? them back there. Ipswich, uh, they drew. That was interesting, isn't it? Mm. They drew with Morecambe. We just thought they were dead certs for. A- they're supposed to win, aren't they? They're both supposed to win League One, and yeah. Morecambe have only just come up. Anyway. Probably because they had Ed Sheeran playing for them. He's number 17. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that, isn't it? They've given him the 17 shirt for the season. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's... Is he expected to turn out? I hope so. The way... Can you imagine the, way... the hubris? Because there's quite a lot like of... you sat on the bench demanding It's not Game of Thrones, Ed. You can't just turn up. Can you not demand like a training berth? <laughs> like, I'm turning up for training. You're training with the kids. I'm 29. Because <laughs> you would have thought... That, I mean, there's quite a few like singers you would think could might be handy. But Ed Sheeran, for me... I mean, Ollie Merz is pretty decent when he does soccer mm. aid. Yeah, yeah, he did pick his starting eleven for the Euros. So you know, well, didn't he? Didn't he think sky. he was? Didn't he think there was a, a shootout in uh, Harrods or something? <laughs> I remember when <laughs> I remember was a, when I was in my soccer. house, everyone was running down my street because it was like a oh. people thought there was a terrorist atrocity, but there was nothing. It was just a, absolute crazy hysteria. Fascinating, really. But Ollie Merz was in John Lewis or someone, and he said he yeah. saw someone get shot in the face. Yeah. He didn't. Ollie, you did not, did you, mate? Yeah. He said he, he didn't saw know, them. mate. He hallucinated that. Yeah, I think so. Bloody, <laughs> bloody oh, hell. Okay, Ollie. well, maybe, maybe you don't want him in the Ipswich squad. Uh, speaking of A-listers, Mike Dean. Yeah. Guys, yeah. He had to step in as an emergency fourth official during, tra- during Trammers' game against Walsall on Saturday. That is so... Sunday league, isn't yeah. it? Well, if but you know, know he, he daydreams about that sort of stuff <laughs> and it's finally happened. So what's his responsibilities? The the, the numbers. That's mm. about it, isn't it, really? I think, but if you are a, a referee or any of the officiating crew, posse, uh, assembly, uh, at any of Tramir's matches, you must be like, well, Dean, Dean he's going to be yeah. there, isn't he? So why I, bother? It's proper why like, turning up? is there a doctor on this plane? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Is there a Deanie in this park? <laughs> He might have seen what Keith Stroud did to the uh, match ball at Fulham against Borough. Oh, lovely. That yeah. was cracking, wasn't it? That is money. That's why the championship is the yeah. best league. Money. 
Because yeah. people blow kisses at balls. He, yep. Yeah. He, well, he blew a kiss at the ball, didn't he? Because and last season he he gave it a he, it. he gave it a kiss on the snog. opening day. I don't I don't know if it was quite a snog. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just deflated it by sucking some of the air out. <laughs> Wait, last season, a COVID season. Yeah, oh, of course, bloody of course, yeah. Oh, so no. I love that he's he's made a little reference to that. <laughs> that. As you say, that is money. That is that is. I'm loving absolute... it. I'm loving this new breed of actually quite good referee. The pressure's off a little bit because they've got their little tellies. Yeah, and they just have a bit of fun with it. Yeah, <laughs> box office. Yeah. Love a little it. telly. Uh, we should also just glance. God, there's so much bloody football, isn't there? You there wait is. for a week and then mm. it all, it's like buses. Uh, the Olympics has, has finished up. Uh, Canada in the women's tournament defeated Sweden. That was on Friday. After penalties, it means Christine Sinclair has won her first major tournament at the age of 38. Still hope for some of us. <laughs> Not Fingers you guys. crossed. Yeah. Well, Canada uh, looked bereft in that show. I think they, they missed they three of their penalties all in a row. And yeah. it's like, this is going back. Badly. Yeah. This has only gone in one direction, but yeah, they managed to get it. That's amazing. Maybe they were inspired by Italy in their semi-final of the year. <laughs> yes, maybe. They thought this is the way it's done. Also emotionally triumphant were Brazil. They're obsessed. They're obsessed with the Olympics. They are. They, they were so it. into it when they won. Another trophy or another another win for uh, for Danny Alves as well. <laughs> Bloody hell. There's some debate about whether it's 43 or 44. How many do you like to say, Jim? I like to say 44. Yeah, say I'm, I'm a Danny like Alves truther. I heard it was 45. What? FIFA says 44. Some people aren't even regarding that, that 44th one. So, yeah, either way. Lovely, baldy-headed Danny Alves, the handsome mugger. They got nine medals, mm. Brazil, in the football. They bloody love it. Lots of people don't give a shit about it, do they? No. They uh, just want to back Danny Alves to get the however many you've decided. Mm. 48th. He's on for his 48th now. Come well, on, he's going to play in Qatar. I'd <laughs> love that so much. Because I've been saying for years, things will start to get normal again if Brazil just win a World Cup and it won't happen. So Danny yeah. Alves helping that happen is good for reality. <laughs> That'd be incredible, wouldn't it? He'd take up a squad place, wouldn't he? Just for a giggle. Just for a giggle. Well, he'd have a lot to contribute if yeah, he keeps going the way he's going. It'd be more than a giggle, wouldn't it? <laughs> Guys, we've got time for Jose Mourinho. Yes. <laughs> Are you pleased? So pleased. Because <laughs> this was a, talking to box office. <laughs> My God. <laughs> uh, Jose Mourinho is doing his bits in Italy already. Yeah. Do you, wanna, do you want to so tell strong. the listeners, Jim? Well, I mean, yeah, he's he's basically Roma's last preseason friendly was against Real Betis. So you friendly, are, yeah. I completely missed that Nabil <laughs> Fakir had gone there. I don't, I don't know how I missed that, but um, which is an, an amazing signing. Um, but yeah, they Roma lost it five two and finished with eight men. So <laughs> some brilliant goals in it as well, nice. like an absolute carnival. This is what preseason friendly should be like. They should be more exhibition games. For me, anyway. Well, as, I, did, well I didn't understand why, like, why Arsenal and Spurs were allowed to play each other on the eve of the Premier League season mm. during the weekend of the Community Shield. Why was that allowed to? Be? Well, I'm, I'm assuming that because Chelsea were involved in the, the Mind yeah. tournament, it was called, wasn't it? It was a part of it. It, it was for charity, but also mm. I think it's just an easy way to get some competitive games in without, without going travel. Anywhere. Yeah, mm. yeah, it is. Weird. Yeah, not for me. Yeah, I'm I don't like it either. To do that. Part of, Apart from obviously, just in case you missed it, Spurs did win. I did see that. <laughs> also, cre- credit to the Spurs banner as well in, in oh, support yeah. of um, Bukayo Saka and also the, the reception that the Spurs fans yeah. gave him when he got that was lovely. the pitch. That credit was a bit, you. It's a bit of a goosebumps thing, wasn't mm. it? Because you didn't necessarily think... I mean, you didn't necessarily think you'd be able to hear if more people were like giving, yeah. giving, giving him support. But Very moving. It was. Yeah, oh, good on you, yeah. Lily Whites. Like, thanks. <laughs> 
That terrifying nickname. Uh, yeah, so back, back to this Jason Marino performance. So basically, it was sort of a it was sort of a fight, wasn't it? Yeah, I like the mm. way you say that as if like <laughs> like his new Mourinho movies come out, like <laughs> because that is how it feels when he moves to new club, isn't it? Oscar winning, Oscar winning. So it was a lot of second yellows, basically, and then there was a third player sent off later on in the second half but that was so that one was such an obvious second yellow he didn't even look back at the referee it's no. like it's, it's a friendly how are you losing your head like that so much uh, yeah that's I mean true. perhaps the, he's already got that siege mentality involved like yeah. oh everyone's against us the referees are against us the press are against us the opposition are against us even though they're supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah it also imagine that um one of Marino's coaching I didn't see who it was but they he'd also been sent off as well <laughs> So it's, <laughs> it's like the, the royal flush, isn't Brilliant. it? Yeah. Like in, what is that, bridge? Uh, yeah. Um, also, Atletico and Feyenoord had a bit of a, a spicy friendly. Diego Simeone rejecting the final manager's handshake at the end of the game. And he gave him a good shove instead. That's another level, isn't it? Well, it yeah. sort of came out of nowhere, didn't it? It was a bit of a like a, a like a lot of people are like, getting a bit angry. <laughs> just absolutely tears into him. Just a little reminder that these men are always like this. <laughs> <laughs> On a slot, this is the coach. He said, "I think if no one else had been there, I would have been in big trouble." <laughs> 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 what a name as well, Arna Slot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm. I don't know. Don't fight, everybody. Don't that's fight. not. That's, yeah. that's, are we, in, are we in support of this? I don't, yes, no. It seems like a bit of a waste of energy. You know how they say when you're running or whatever, you've got to conserve your your energy for the actual thing you're doing. Mm, Surely this is yeah. just a massive, massive example of... Uh, you, yeah, maybe they're blowing off steam a bit early. I think they, they, these men generate a lot of steam, so... Yeah. <laughs> the steam probably, powered. Yeah. Uh, their probably tactics the are occasionally from the, that era. <laughs> are they just tired? They're just tired. They're, you know, it's getting late. It's starting to show off. You need yeah. To, <laughs> you need to go to bed. <laughs> Overstimulated. <laughs> yeah, that is the end of the... No, it's the start of the football season yeah. for you. <laughs> it just keeps going. By the time we get to Qatar 2022, it's going to have been three and a half seasons and... T- two, three and a half domestic seasons and two major tournaments mm. for these lads. Uh, on tomorrow's show is Marcus, Jim and... Oh, bloody hell, guys. You don't even need to leave. Marcus, Jim and Pete! Yay. I'll stay here. All right, then. <laughs> Say goodbye to the listeners, Pete. Goodbye, listeners. <laughs> Say goodbye, Jim. See you later, listeners. See you next time. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.